Welcome and greetings, career-minded superstars. You are listening to the exclusive Career Coach, your podcast for all things career. And I'm Lisa Edwards, the indispensable career coach for superstars just like you. Now let's dig into this week's topic, shall we? Hi there. I want to tell you about my webinars that are going to be coming up every month. I want you to check out my website and see what this month's webinar topic is and sign up. The format is going to be the same every month, even though the topics are going to change. It's going to be a huge variety of career-related topics. I'm going to give you a deep dive into content about that topic for about 30 minutes, and then you're going to have a chance for 30 minutes of Q&A in the chat box while I'm, I'm teaching you. You can ask me a question, and then if you're really brave, and I hope you will be, you can be volunteered to coach live on that month's topic. So you can raise your hand and I'll coach you. I want to give you that URL so that you can go to my website, see what the next topic is and sign up. So go to http colon backslash backslash. Nope. So go to my website at exclusivecareercoaching.com forward slash webinar sign up see what this month's topic is, see when and, and, and what time it is, sign up and uh, and get in there and participate with me. I look forward to having you there. Thanks. It's uh, July and I live in Florida, so it's hot. <laughs> it's really hot here. I hope you're having a fantastic summer and that you're making some great memories. So this month we're talking about the thought model created by my coach, Brooke Castillo, and I've been kind of taking a week to break down each of the components of it. So the first week we talked about circumstances, which are those neutral circumstances in your life, those things that could be proven in a court of law, there's no emotion or bias, and that's the only part of the thought model that is, at least for the moment, out of your control. Then uh, last week we talked about your thoughts. So those are the sentences in your head that you create about the circumstance. This is where the drama comes in. So when we make meaning out of something that happens and we decide how we want to feel about that, that's where the drama can come in. And this week I want to talk about the emotion that is created, the feeling that is created as a result of the thought that you think. Everything we do in our lives is because of a feeling that we want to have. So we, um, if I think about the definition that my coach uses for feeling, it's a vibration in your body. She often talks about, you know, we have these things in our life that we are afraid to feel and when you break them down and think of them as how they vibrate in your body, it's so harmless that it's kind of ludicrous, that we're afraid of something. We're afraid of speaking in public is one that a lot of people are afraid of, or afraid to speak to a certain person, or afraid to ask for that raise or that promotion. And if we really get into our bodies and we think about that emotion, that feeling, and what it feels like in our body, it's just it's just a vibration. It might be a little constriction of the throat. It might be a little racing of the of the pulse. It might be a little flutter in the stomach. It might be a little shaky in the knees, but it's really pretty harmless and it's so fascinating that we spend so much of our lives avoiding certain feelings because we we make them out to be so bad when they're really not that bad at all. So 
you know, sadness feels a certain way in your body. I want you to just kind of take a moment, kind of don't close your eyes if you're driving, but if you're in a situation where you can kind of close your eyes and be present with yourself, I want you to think of a sad thought. Think of something sad that's happened to you recently and, and pay attention, kind of describe to yourself, what does this feel like in, in my body? So if I think about you know, a sad thought, I think there's this heaviness in my chest, like my, my chest feels a little kind of deflated and yet heavy at the same time. My stomach feels a little heavy. My, my pulse maybe kind of slows down and, you know, I just don't feel like I have any energy. So it vibrates differently in my body than happiness. Like, so, okay, now I want you to think of a happy thought, right? So now maybe my pulse is a little quicker. My posture is a little stronger. Um, I have maybe some, you know, butterflies, good butterflies in my stomach. Um, I can feel the energy going through my body. So that's all that's happening with a feeling is it's a vibration in your body. So we spend a great deal of energy and money in, in our society uh, and in today's society kind of trying to achieve certain feelings, right? So we make a purchase based on how we think that purchase is going to make us feel. We choose a certain vacation because of how we want to feel on that vacation. And, and we also buffer because of feelings that we want to avoid. And so buffering is the term that, that my coach uses for anything that we insert into our lives to avoid feeling negative emotion, right? So maybe it's overeating, over drinking, doing drugs, or just things like watching too much TV, playing too many video games, all ways of avoiding our feelings. So instead of feeling that sadness, instead of being with that sadness or being with that anger or being with that um, loss, that feeling of loss, I'm going to buffer with food, alcohol, drugs, TV, whatever. So here's how you know you're buffering. There's a net negative consequence to your behavior, right? So when does eating become overeating, right? So I, if I buffer, if I don't buffer with eating, if I'm just eating, right, there's no negative consequence, right? I've, I've fueled my body. I have energy. I have um, the calories to burn for the work that I want to do. If I'm overeating as a, as a way to buffer, then I might gain weight. I might feel sluggish. I might, you know, have stomach problems, right? So if you, you know, have a drink with friends, that's probably no negative, net negative consequence there. I'm just going to have a drink. I'm out. We're going to drink a beer. But if I'm at home every night drinking a bottle of wine after work, then there's going to be some net negative consequences to my health. Maybe my job is going to suffer. My relationships are going to suffer. So that's kind of how to think about the difference between, you know, am I watching too much TV? Am I playing too much video games? Am I spending too much time doing anything? Is there a net negative consequence to this? Am I genuinely, if I ask myself honestly, am I doing this thing as a way to escape what I'm, what I'm feeling? So here's how I want you to think about your feelings. I want you to choose to feel them on purpose from within yourself rather than based on something external, right? So choose to feel positive about your job, about your boss, about your coworkers, about the company you work for, 
not because of anything they do or don't do. Because A, you can't control that. That's on them. And secondly, they don't get to have power over your life. Don't give them that control. Don't let your boss, who maybe you don't even particularly care for, be in control of your emotional life. You're giving your power away and there is no upside. Don't give your power away to anyone, including a spouse or a parent. Keep that power within yourself. I want you to feel on purpose. I promise you this makes all the difference. Decide how you want to feel in a situation and decide it ahead of time. And this is going to be directly affected by what you think. So you want to think thoughts that will serve you. You want to choose how you're going to feel in any given situation and then think the thought that will generate that feeling. All right, so here are some examples. So let's say that your circumstance that you have coming up today is that you have a major presentation to give to the senior executives at work, okay? So again, you could go into a court of law, have a presentation, the senior executives are there, you could prove that that's gonna happen. So that's the circumstance, there's no emotion attached to it. How you wanna feel during that presentation. Let's say you wanna feel confident and competent. So that's your intention. You are setting your intention. I will feel confident and competent as I give that presentation. Well, to produce those feelings of competence and confidence, you are going to think, I have prepared thoroughly for this presentation and I really know myself, my stuff. I've got this. That's the thought you're going to practice. I know my stuff, I've prepared thoroughly, I have got this, I am going to kill this presentation. Right? So if you're wanting to feel confident and competent, you can't be thinking, I'm terrified I'll make a mistake and embarrass myself. There's no way you're going to feel confident and competent if you were having those thoughts, right? You're probably going to feel nervous and incompetent if you think those thoughts. You know, so here's the thing. No one ever intentionally wakes up in the morning and goes, hey, today is the day I want to feel nervous and incompetent. That's my choice. But you are unintentionally choosing those feelings because of the way you're thinking. So you've let your brain run amok like the toddler with the knife, right? You're not paying attention to what you're thinking. And you're thinking, oh my gosh, I'm never going to be able to do this. I'm going to blow it. I'm going to embarrass myself. I'm probably going to get fired. I'm going to suck at this presentation. And that's going to create nervous and incompetent. Exactly the opposite of what you think, right? So here's another example. So here's the circumstance. My performance evaluation with my boss is at 3 o'clock today. Okay, can go in court of law. You can prove that. So you have decided ahead of time that you want to feel relaxed and receptive during that performance evaluation. So relaxed. You don't want to be a nervous wreck. What bombshells are you going to drop? I'm confident I've done, you know, I've done a good job. I'm going to be very relaxed. But I also want to be open. I want to be receptive to his feedback so that I can get better. So to produce the feelings of relaxed and receptive, your thought might be, I'm a strong contributor to this team. I look forward to hearing his constructive criticism so I can become an even better performer. So my focus is, my thought is, I'm really good member of this team. I want to become even better. And I'm going to do that by being open and listening to his feedback, not becoming defensive, but being open.
So in both of those circumstances, you're deciding how you want to feel ahead of time and you're not waiting for the circumstance to occur first. And that's really going to take a lot of discipline and training in your mind. It's not an easy thing and I'm not suggesting that it is easy, but it's so worth it for you to become conscious of your thoughts and feelings. So if I can give you a personal example, um, I had done this work, so much of this work around my business and around, you know, how I wanted to feel about various aspects of my business. And I was coached live by Brooke a couple of weeks ago. And, <laughs> you know, there, there's a saying that you, you don't see the, you know, the label of the bottle that you're in. So I was completely unaware of, of what I was doing. But what I presented to her was, you know, kind of I do this thing where I'm, I'm, you know, I get the results I want at work. I'm very conscious about my, my thoughts at work. And in my personal life, it's kind of a different story. And I said, I think about, like, I want to go out and meet some new people. I want to maybe start dating again. I want to get into some different networking groups. But I don't know if there'll be any fun. So I, I, debate, I debate back and forth about whether I should go, whether I should spend the money, whether it'll be a good experience. And invariably, I end up talking myself out of it. Now, hopefully, you guys have been paying attention to what I've been talking about, and you can see the fallacy in that thought process. I was very intentional about this is the feeling, this is the result I want at work, and this is the feeling that will drive that result. And then in my personal life, I was like, eh, I don't know if it'll be any fun. Well, Brooke coached me to bring my own fun, decide ahead of time. I'm going to go to this networking event, and it's going to be fantastic. I'm going to go on this date and it's going to be amazing. I'm going to go meet these new women and it's going to be a, a, an amazing experience. I decide ahead of time and it has nothing to do with what happens, right? So let's say I decide ahead of time that I'm going to go on this date and it's going to be fantastic. And I get there and the guy is like one guy I dated a few years ago that wanted to talk about how his hobby was mowing the lawn. It was really fascinating. I could still have a good time in that situation because I can still be me and I can show up as the best version of myself and no, I'm not getting back what I had kind of hoped for, but I can walk out of that date saying, you know what, I really, I, I nailed it. I was me. I was the best version of myself and I'm going to bring that to the next date and the next date and the next date and eventually there's going to be a great guy on the other side who's going to reciprocate that in a way that is that is, you know, meaningful for both of us. So I don't have to let the guy with the lawn mowing hobby ruin my night and ruin my date. I get to decide ahead of time that I'm going to have a fantastic time and I'm going to go to this networking event and I'm going to have an amazing time no matter who's there, no matter what they say or don't say or what the food is like or what the venue is like. I'm going to have a fantastic time. I'm going to show up as the best version of myself. So I really want you to think about that. Think about maybe a situation where you did the same thing that I did. You kind of said, oh, I don't know if that'll be any fun. I don't know what that's going to be like. Or you decided ahead of time that your presentation was going to be a bomb or that meeting you have to go to is going to be a horrible bore. Instead of deciding ahead of time, what do I want to feel in that situation? And then what's the thought that I need to have to generate that feeling that I'm looking for so that I can have the experience that I want to have in that situation? So your assignment for this week is think about a situation that you have coming up this week and then I want you to decide ahead of time 
how do you want to feel? Think about a couple of one or two adjectives of how you want to feel in that situation and then make sure that you think thoughts that will generate the feeling you want to have. So this is about becoming conscious with your thoughts and ahead of time, making that decision ahead of time of what you want to feel in that situation. So don't be at the effect of your thoughts, but rather I want you to direct your thoughts to, you know, give you the feeling that you want to have. All right. So again, we've gone through circumstances, which are those neutral, could be proven in a court of law, facts of your situation. The thought is the sentence in your head about that circumstance. Today we talked about the feeling, the emotion that is generated, which is nothing more than a vibration in your body, and thinking, thinking a thought that will generate the feeling you want to have ahead of time, deciding that no matter what, this is the feeling I want to have in this circumstance. Next week, we're going to talk about the actions that you take. So as a result of the thoughts you're having, the feelings you're feeling, you're going to take certain actions, inactions, or reactions. And we're going to break that down next week and, uh, and, and, and dig deep into that. So I hope that this has been helpful to you. I hope you have a fantastic week. And I will see you next week. Take care. You've been listening to The Exclusive Career Coach with Lisa Edwards, CEO of Exclusive Career Coaching. It would be great if you would rate, review, and subscribe to this podcast. Also, I want to be your career coach, so be sure to ask questions about your career management challenges and job search situation. Until next time.